Attention all civilians. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Anybody wants to call in today, we'd love to hear from you. The phone lines are open, 1-800-336-2225. If you call in, we'll mail you out a free meditation CD of the Wisdom Toning Series. Also, we would love to hear your questions and comments. They can be sent to ambers at masteringourselves.com. Nobody likes to suffer. I have this quote in... uh, the book Steps to Enlightenment. Let's see if I can pull it out real easy. Of course not. This no, ground, nobody, groundbreaking book, Steps to Enlightenment. Yeah, nobody likes to suffer. And uh, the truth of it is, is it's a choice. Although most people do not want to admit that it's a choice. They think that they have a good reason. Everybody thinks they have a good reason. Well, you know... Most suffering is how we arrange it in our perspective and attitude about things. It's not, it's not as much what happens to us as how we arrange it and how we receive it. Boy, Keith, that's so well said. It, it totally doesn't matter what happens to us. It utterly doesn't matter what happens to us. We choose whether or not we're going to suffer with it. We choose how much we will suffer. Some things, inevitably, you have to suffer, but then we can go, you know, like in in the healing work, I see exactly the same thing happen to like two people. And one of them, they get over it in in a couple months, and the other one, they go to their death with just uh, hateful, can't let go of it, stuck in all kinds of ways, and they get sick over it, and they die from that sickness. So you're talking of the difference between how their ego is set up. Because some people, their ego, they just go, okay, this was meant to be. Uh, it's difficult, but I'll get through it. I may take a day or a week or a month, but I'll get through it. And I understand that this is what God has chosen for me at this time and for whatever else was involved at this time. And I accept that, and I trust that God knows what, what they're doing, what he's doing, she's doing, and I release it and I move on. The other one... Well, you know how you and I were talking earlier today about <clears throat> for me to be perfect for you, I, I would have to, you know, if you're not completely perfect yourself, but you're growing in your soul's evolution... I am pretty close. <clears throat> you're not bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So for me to be perfect, the perfect person for you, I couldn't be perfect, or vice versa. What's the perfect person for you is what's best for your lessons, your growth, what matches you for what your soul intends right now in your life. That's true. That's the perfect person for you. You know, and people wouldn't think that. People would think, 
you know, my husband or wife does this, 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 and this. That drives me nuts. If she were perfect, I could live with her and I'd be happy. But actually, all those things she or he do are the exact things to help drive you on your lessons. That's really true. Now the per, you it's, know, I it's just what you need for your soul's growth. And we actually condense down each lifetime for my highest selves to learn specific lessons and gain certain experiences for our soul's growth. That's the reason we're here. Yes, so I gave the example of somebody who's accepting. Now, here's somebody who's not accepting. I have just lost my spouse, child, job, mother, Mm -hmm. whatever. I have just lost it. I can't possibly live without it. What was God thinking, taking them away from me? I've got this hole in my heart the size of the Grand Canyon. There's no way... I will get over this. I am angry. I am hurt. I am betrayed. I feel abandoned. And I am never, ever going to get over this the whole rest of my life. I'm going to mourn this forever. And that's a choice. It's not a very pleasant choice because that choice, like Keith said, you end up getting sick and dying from that choice. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. When I was in high school... Uh, my dad was uh, one of the, well, he was the president of the California Tomato Growers Association. And we had this big annual uh, picnic. And we'd go get there, you know, one of the people would have a place that we'd go to. And we'd go early in the morning to way late at night. Just a full day of, of badminton, ping pong, talking, singing, dancing. They had a little creek behind their place this one play, time we went. Uh, and so you, you'd raft down the creek. We went to the plunge, played football, you know, just all kinds of things. Really had a ball. And the, the people we went to this one time, they were quite dignified. They had a lot of land. And they had two sons that were in high school. And um, so we did that. I met those guys for the first time. And uh, around two months later, uh, my parents get a phone call and they were stunned. And I, I go, well, what's the deal? You know, we at this picnic thing, we had everyone was just having a great time. Everything, everyone was just fine. The two boys, well, one was a year older than the other one, um, they each committed suicide. And the that is stunning. I think it was over the same girlfriend. Oh. And the one took the other boyfriend's girlfriend, and he committed suicide. And then the other boy felt guilty about his brother committing suicide. Oh. So the next day, he committed suicide. Oh, God. Talk about wrenching a family. Oh, but that's what you call not letting go. And, you know, I know it's not easy to let go. And you just feel like, how can you live through this? And yet the challenge is to get through it and to get unattached more and um, so, you know, that attachment is the thing we're trying to talk about today. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. The phone lines are open if you'd like to call in to ask a question, to get a little help and guidance in your life, one 800 336-2225, whoever calls in will get a free Wisdom Toning Series CD, Meditation CD. Also, we'd love to hear your questions and comments at ambers at masteringourselves.com. 
So with that particular family, did that destroy the parents forever? Did they get through it? Um, all I remember, and I was right before I was, was going to go off to college, but for about three months there, it, it just rocked them. And, um, you know, us, I didn't know them that well, but, you know, we were stunned for months. So My family, you know. So, yes. So with something like this, that's very huge. And a parent can choose, I mean, that's so huge. Yeah. Still, a parent can choose to go through the grieving process, which is the suffering, but then uh, understand that it happened for whatever reasons. Try to get a hold of the lessons. You know, somewhere in there would have been lessons for the parents, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Which so, for instance... Let's say um, the parents were allowing the boys to get too loose, and they they heard some stuff about both boys, uh, you know, one or both of the parents, both boys liking the same girl and getting too serious. And instead of sitting them down and having a talk over them or, or, you know, maybe helping them deal with being completely head over heels lost in love with a girl and having that imbalance, maybe they could have talked to them and, you know, been with them closer. So let's say after the two suicides, they had guilt that just wouldn't let go, and then they would have to deal with the guilt or uh, have their lives completely gone. See, it's likely they had clues that there was a problem, and they didn't deal with it. Right. And so the abrupt in-their-face lesson is when you see clues like this, you must act on them. And if they had soul patterns that looked anything like, well, you see something, but you just don't want to deal with it because it's uncomfortable and not very fun. Yeah. This is like an experience in your face that you must overcome having having resistance to dealing with issues that are uncomfortable and dealing with them. When I was, um, let's see, this was earlier. This was like when I was in sixth grade or something. We had a store. I was out in the country. We had the store about one mile down the road and um, the parents owned the store and they had a a girl she was uh, let's see she was like 10 or 11 and you know they were a nice family it was fun to go to the store and and this was just nice so we go to the store you know it's a convenience store and all that we go to go there and the store is closed and you know it takes a couple months for it to open back up when it opened back up well, you know, we heard what happened before from gossip, but the daughter got ran over by a car and got killed. So when we went back into the store some months later, when it finally opened back up, the the parents of the daughter, they were like um, they were like ghosts, like their spirit was gone. They they had physical bodies, but they they had no personality. Um, they they were just like holes, like a shell, like a shell. Of what had been there. So, you know, I know it's it's very difficult, and um, if a lot of what we're going through in relationships or things like this is, we're too attached to the person, and God arranges it with our soul's permission for our evolution arranges for us to go through whatever level of tearing apart that we have to have if for lifetimes we've been too stubborn and will not allow 
the separation so that that person is a whole individual unit of God, that they are over there and we are a whole individual unit of God, completely functioning okay over here, and we can interact and share wholeness and that, but we don't, we don't get lost in each other or we're not dependent on each other. And that's what a lot of us are going through in, in lifetimes, in mates and uh, with children, with parents, you have that special relationship that they're the only other person and with them you can conquer all, everything's fine, but without them, you know, your whole world comes apart. Well, that's not being whole. And so, if need be, if we won't let go, and you know, I've had this problem in my soul, uh, then we have to have the situation ripped apart. A lot of times it's ripped apart by two parents uh, having a child one way or the other, and <clears throat> let's say it's a girl child, and she and the father are the ones that can't let go of each other from lifetime after lifetime. But the properness of this lifetime, where the mother and the husband, the mother and the father are supposed to be mates, not the father and the same soul that he's been connected with, the daughter. So they have to work out that awkwardness. The father has to keep reassuring and going and connecting with the, the mother, husband and wife, and he needs to um, connect with the daughter at a distance and connect at a distance and sort of help her get on her own, even though maybe she's always trying to get that special connection with him. And I've seen many people, let's say this same scenario, where the the daughter just uh, will you know gets hurt by the father and won't forgive him and he's done impossible awful, but actually it was meant to be for them to let go of each other. So it was perfect all along, as miserable as it was. See, when you start looking at the soul level lessons, what you start seeing is even the two young men who committed suicide, there was some lesson embedded there. And if we can manage to get ourselves to ask that question sooner rather than later, in all situations, we can start seeing what the lessons are and more easily letting go and moving on. You know, all there is is working through it and getting the right perspective because the thing won't let you go unless you do. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you would like to call in for a reading, 1-800-336-2225. We'll be right back. Do you have problems? Do you have angry arguments with the kids about sex, about money, you name it? What if your whole house was transformed and you started hearing laughter? The Secret 3 CDs of the Wisdom Toning Series, The Inner Child, The Mirror, and Staying Centered in the Middle of Chaos. These can change your life. You'll learn how to start listening to each other. Your life will get much better. The CDs are produced by Keith Amber, Master Healer, Radio Host, and Spiritual Lifestyle Expert. To get the Wisdom Toning Series CDs today, call toll-free 866-593-3307. What have you got to lose? It's a toll-free number, 866-593-3307. Or go to MasteringOurselves.com. That number, 866-593-3307. Call today. <laughs> 